Hello and welcome to this episode 31 of the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name's Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack and I'm recording this on Thursday the 4th of May 2017. This week's episode is a conversation with Owen Pritchard, the editor of Printed Pages, which is, of course, the print magazine made by It's Nice That. Uh, Their new issue is out right now. You can check the Stack blog for Owen's Insider's Guide to the Issue, which has got loads of spreads and he's picked out some of his favourite bits for us. But this is such a phenomenally popular magazine and it's so renowned for selling out so quickly that I wanted to go and meet up with him and hear more about how this magazine is actually made. So how do they start from this vast resource of content which they're publishing to the website every day and you go from that and refine it down into uh, a biannual print magazine that has to encapsulate uh, six months worth of content and time. It's really interesting speaking to him about the relationship between the web and print and also how this print magazine fits within the wider It's Nice That machine. So if you've ever wanted to get a little glimpse inside the workings of It's Nice That, uh, I hope that this podcast will help you to do that. As ever, I really appreciate Owen giving me his time and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Stack Magazine's podcast. So I am here at It's Nice That with Owen Pritchard, the editor of It's Nice That and, of course, the editor of Printed Pages. Owen, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming down. Good morning. Good morning. It's a, it is like first thing on a Friday. We're being very effective getting this thing done. It is. It's, it's just teeing up the bank holiday weekend. So right. uh, we'll have a, a quiet Monday, hopefully reading a magazine uh, uh, somewhere sunny, maybe. And so this must be a busy time for you now because you've got the new issue just coming out right now. It started to appear everywhere on Instagram. It it went into the shelves uh, on the shops yesterday. Uh, Pre-order was a week ago. Um, It's selling pretty well at the moment. Please do buy. Um, And yeah, the, the, the response is, as we hoped, been very positive so far. Well, but the response always is positive for printed pages. The last few issues, it's been a bit of a joke that this mag has been available for about 10 minutes and then it's sold out. Um, well, hopefully long may it continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that there was some sort of science or uh, something I could share that says this is how you do it. But um, it's something we take a lot of time on. We're really, really proud of it. And we're lucky that Every day on the website, we're we're finding we're being sent great content, great ideas, and then we have the kind of great, kind of arduous but in a good way, task of editing it all down and putting together uh, a publication that works at a different speed to the website. Um, every day, you know, we're publishing in the region of um, nine to eleven stories, um, and then twice a year we get to slow down and we get to think about presenting that work in a different way and, and the context changes so much you know um, what we might have published in in say January by the time we get to March and we look at it again it might not be relevant it might you know be even more profound than when we when we first saw it um, so we go through this kind of great task of looking at everything again and having a friendly argument about what <laughs> might go into the magazine um, and we get to look at the features again and we look at the photography and everything that we've commissioned and this kind of month and a half long process 
begins where we start to sort of craft a magazine and it starts off quite flabby um, and then bit by bit we take these tentative steps towards a mad rush at the end when we're actually like dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And how many people are involved in this process? So there are 15 people who work across it. It's nice that across editorial, uh, the creative team and then the project managers. And everybody is involved in a kind of hippie communal way. Um, and what happens is it sort of gets more and more refined as the process goes along. So everybody inputs when we, we edit the work and the features again and we decide what's going in. There's lots of things going up on the wall, lots of discussion. Um, and then it sort of starts to order itself. You look for a balance of the types of work we're showing, what it's saying. You get, begin to get a feel of a rhythm of what's going in. Um, also, we start to sort out what the features, the longer form reads inside are going to be whether the images and the assets that we have and have already been commissioned are really, really working. And everybody sort of feeds in until at the final final moment, uh, there are just a couple of us obsessing over the, the final pages and, and the images and things like that. So to what extent are you commissioning for the Mac? So, the, so in this one, you've got this smiles feature, which looks to me like it is created for the magazine. Yeah. Um, so in... Every issue we have the, across 240 pages, we have the work posts, which are what people are most familiar with, I think, on It's Nice That. That's things that we've found or been sent, and we, we endeavour to speak to the, the person who, who created it. And we're providing, hopefully, sort of entertaining and inspiring snapshot of the creative world. Anything longer form, we commission ourselves. Um, so in this issue, we have an interview of William Eggleston, with um, portraits that uh, Jodie Rojak took for us. And she went to his house in Memphis and shot him uh, in and about his, his home by his piano. And, and the photos are just beautiful. Um, the smiles that we did, when we were talking about the cover, we were discussing what we wanted to put on. And, and there's been, I've, I've been here for three issues of Pin to Pages now. The first one we put, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, on the cover shot by Neil Bedford. Uh, last time was Jack Davison uh, shooting John Morgan's kids uh, in a kind of moody black and white, uh, um, I suppose Halloween, but that wasn't the thought at all. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, and this time we were just looking at what we do and what what message we sort of wanted to convey. And, and Jamie McIntyre, the, the art director... We were sort of having a back and forth and we were trying things and we were looking at existing features. So for the last issue, the image we used on the cover was commissioned within a feature and, and, and it worked. Um, and we were discussing what was happening in the news and, and what we were seeing on, on magazine covers. And, you know, it's not, not very pretty <laughs> at the moment. Um, so we wanted to put a smile on the newsstand. Um, so we sat together and wrote out a brief which was pretty much a one word brief it, it was smile and um and then jamie and the, and the creative team uh, ali and connor um started to fire it off to various people and people really bought into it so we've ended up with this gallery we've published 14 um of smiles that just runs through the middle of the 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 mag and Hopefully, like this, 
the spirit that we we offered it in, which the 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 amazing people who did contribute to really bought into. Hopefully that will convey it. And we had Anthony Burrell speak at um, uh, Nicer Tuesdays recently, and he he said, you know, optimism doesn't have to be done, and. Yeah, I'm co-opting that for this issue as well. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, Anthony. Um, and and it, it is something different. We start to see, you know, it appear on Instagram and on Twitter and, and you know, people are spotting it in places. And, and, you know, we feel it's our sort of statement of the power and the optimism that is imbued in the great ideas and, and, and the creativity that, that we have the pleasure to write about every day. Um and at the same time, it, it, it's all about good ideas. And a good idea can be incredibly simple. So Ted Parker's beaming, beaming face on the cover is, is just a sort of... It, it's our statement of, uh, of, of positivity and the belief that, that creative acts can change perspectives, even if it's a minor one. And so, the, so these um, smiles, they're commissioned for the magazine, but do they then appear online as well do they, do they, does that yeah. kind of feed in they will do most of the features in the magazine will have appeared online in a different form beforehand for this issue we've held back three features which are exclusively in print first first one is the 14 smiles the second one is the interview of William Eggleston um, with the photos by Jodie written by Lucy one of, uh, one of uh, the members of our team and then the final one is uh, we went to Heatherwick studio and we've visited the archive uh, below the studio. There's a comprehensive archive of all the models, sketches, maquettes. And we've looked exclusively at the clay models that are used sort of on the way to seeing the designs that the studio produced. And we shot them with Ben Swanson uh, as still lives. Um, so th they're presented as artworks within themselves. And then there's an interview with Thomas and members of the studio just explaining what their process is and why why that slower pace sort of manual work is so important in what they do. Yeah, the, I mean, that William, the William Eggleston piece that you mentioned earlier, the, one of the ones you've held back, so I didn't know that hadn't been online yet. And when I was reading through the mag, that jumped out at me as the one that's maybe the most uh, conventional magazine feature. The, like, it, it looks like it's been made to go in a magazine, the, as opposed to like, you know, work somewhere else and yeah. then come to the magazine. And I think that what you do with this, with the pacing of, like, short, long, short, long, uh, very, like, of the minute and up to date and then looking more classic, that you're sort of... I think you're, you're looking beyond the medium in a way. Like, the, you're, you're bringing all these things together in one place as a bit of a repository. That's that's one like we talk about the magazine being of a review of of the the last uh, six months, but at the same time, it's fundamentally what we do is about good ideas and and the people who have them, and we we're in like as a team we're in this incredibly privileged position where we can go out and meet these incredible people who do incredible things, but then also you know commission them to either draw something or someone to take a great photograph and things like that. And the pacing of the magazine and the way, it, the way it builds up, because we believe that the way that we, we discuss uh, all of the work that we write about should be accessible and entertaining, um, we really think about the rhythm of this thing. So throughout the magazine, we introduced a few, uh, few issues ago, these from two pages, which helped us 
provide a sort of narrative throughout the whole the whole thing without sounding sort of too highfalutin about it. So from the contents page, and then all the way through the magazine, there were just moments of pauses which act like a signpost because if we hadn't have divided up between the features and the work posts, it becomes just very, very sprawling. And these pages we felt were sort of conversational. It was like, if if you're in the pub talking to your friends about what you'd seen that day, and it was like, oh, I saw this thing, and you know, it was everything from an article about William Eggleston to something about, you know, and then we saw Lucien Day's fabrics in an exhibition next door. And we just sort of, had a bit of a playful twist on that and tried to sort of abstract them or, or treat it as a teaser. So that becomes uh, from a man and his camera to a timeless modernist legacy. Um, and that's that just gives everything a little bit of room to breathe, yeah. we feel, as and, well. And it also speaks of the range as well. I mean, the the fact that you're saying from and to, you know, the, like it's communicating, look, we're beginning with an enormous amount of material here and editing down and, and putting something together that... I mean, you say narrative, like the, it has a narrative that runs through it. That's, that's the idea and the fact that it is, is, there, is there, are, there are other great magazines as well that, that serve as a document of, of a, a period of time that run on a, on a similar thing and, and we just thought it was a way to, to loosen up a bit as well. They're lots of fun to put together, those pages, because we're, they're some of the last things to go in the magazine because uh, obviously we're fighting over the flat plan and what goes where and try to make sure the bit that we really like <laughs> um, gets in. Be you sat there and, and you know some of the ones that don't get off the uh, don't get off the scribble bits of uh, paper that we get can be really really funny but highly inappropriate. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, like, have you come across stuff that you say, all right, so this was something that was online, mm. and I'd love to put it in the mag, but do you know what? It just doesn't really work. Yeah, it happens, and it's it's hugely frustrating. But sometimes you find that as the magazine has come together and there's a tone and there's a scope of of we're looking to sort of put as many different disciplines in as many different perspectives as we can, and we have pieces that that we know people have enjoyed. Like the the beauty with the website is you can you can see how many people have read it and how long people have spent on the thing, and we have stories and articles that have done extremely well online that once you put them in the thick of the mag it's just something about the pacing there's something about the tone that that doesn't feel quite right and i mean the other limitation is all the moving image stuff the animation um you know gifs are insanely popular you just can't do it unless every page was lenticular but i don't think we'll ever have the budget for that <laughs> so what what do you see as not even what do you see as what is the function of the magazine because obviously it's nice that is now and has for a long time been this mega organization that I think a lot of people around the world look to in terms of the stuff you're doing online the stuff you're doing with events the graduate things that you do what function does the print magazine serve within all of that I I think I mean this is the 13th issue of printed pages and actually the room was sat and was surrounded by the different iterations of it and, and there's been a real evolution of it um, I think primarily you know the, the, the website is 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 our bread and butter our, you know our shop window and that that's where most of our day-to-day efforts go and, and then we we layer it with things like ones to watch and the graduates because we're looking to try and show all levels of uh, of experience and stages of people's career and what they're doing. 
the magazine itself is is a moment where we can show the work at a different pace in a different context. It serves as a document and a record of the last six months. It's also us hopefully practicing what we preach as well. Um, there's a hell of a lot of care that goes into the, into the design and, and the writing in the whole thing. And, and you know, it's, it's a real labor of love. Um, and there's, there's just something about revisiting the work as well. Like when you see things on screen, whether people read it, it's nice to start on the mobile tablet or on their desktop there are nuances and there there's something else in a layout and the printing and the quality of paper and 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 the depth of color that you get i know that there's work in this magazine that i didn't necessarily like when it was online and that's not fair well i didn't love when it was online um, and actually once you see it printed you know over a dps and there's a depth to it the colors begin to pop you, you get a different appreciation of it. And, and hopefully it's something that that people, were, whether they put it on their shelf and return to time and time again, if they're looking for for inspiration or something, they remember, or if they tear pages out and stick them on their wall, you know. Um, as long as it's getting people to think and are excited and inspired and hopefully motivated to change or just do something off the back, then it served its purpose. <laughs> and is there, so that like getting to the, the nuts and bolts... Is there a commercial purpose as well? Is it, is, does, does the magazine have to fend for itself or is this a thing that you do as part of the wider organisation? It, it fends for itself. It, um, it, yeah, it washes its face. The, the, and the, the wonderful thing about that is it, it's it does it without us having to do too many ads within it as well. Our advertisers are wonderful, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, it's only the front section and... Uh, the inside back cover that actually have ads within them and then the rest of it is done on sales so we distribute globally um, and there's a list on the website of, of places you can pick it up uh, and then we sell a hell of a lot of copies from a uh, company of parrots which is our own shop and then with that we do the sort of the the extras and the, the goodies that we do so with this issue We've taken two of the smiles that were com- commissioned for the, the feature inside. So James Jarvis, um, we worked with Southeast Print Studio to do a two-color sp- screen print of uh, of the uh, of a smiley f- face that he drew for us. We asked uh, Tim Lahan to um, produce. He he's been producing a series of rock drawings that he's been showing on Instagram online, and we we've created a poster which is printed on bible paper a litho poster um which a is poster a poster on style. bible paper yeah it's um for the past couple of issues we've been doing these 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 huge posters that come with the issue they're on very very thin paper but um it's great like the impact and the color really really pops off the page uh and then we've got five postcards of the work that that we really like from the issue and then on it's nice that for international women's day um there was a celebration of of female creativity in all of its forms put together by by the team um like i have a like largely female team uh, it's nice that and that they they went for it it was absolutely amazing I'm terrified about my job afterwards because they were so good um and um we commissioned kate Pryor. the the creative team commissioned uh, kate Pryor to produce a graphic for which took over the homepage that day uh, and we've turned some of sort of the defiant fists that she she drew um, sort of raised in the air, 
um, as stickers so they come with the issue too and then actually if you buy it from us as well there's a handwritten thank you note which is from the team which you know if, if you're lucky you might get one from me if you're less lucky you might get one from me <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to up my game because I remember um, I, I heard uh, Will Hudson co-founder of yeah. uh, It's Nice That and I saw him do a, a talk years ago where he said that every time you buy a copy of printed pages, you get like a sticker. Mm-hmm. And he did that because Apple send you a sticker when you buy something. And at that part, I was like, oh, yeah. So, so now stack subscribers get a sticker. But this is like, clearly a sticker is no longer enough. Uh, we do it because we like to do it. We think about what, if you had a magazine like, and, and it turned up, it, it's great. And it, it's not anything new in lots of ways. I think about like as a kid and you used to get a Beano and it would be like a refresher bar stuck to the cover or, you know, football stickers shoved inside Match magazine or something like that. Even thinking about magazines like FHM and Loaded used to give away DVDs back in the day. Um, and it's always nice to get a magazine and open it up and feel the pages and smell the glue. Or I don't know if that's just me, but, you know, I think it's a big part of it. Um, but what else can you get? And, and hopefully... There's just like a moment of delight when you open the package and suddenly you don't just have a magazine, you've got a whole host of other things that if you like them you can put on your wall and make your house look pretty. Right, well, <laughs> and clearly lots of people are liking them and doing exactly that because it sells like hotcakes every time. It does and hopefully long may it continue. <laughs> Alright, thank you very much for taking the time. No worries, thank you very much. Okay, that's it for this week. I think it is worth emphasising that they really do put a crazy amount of extra stuff in with the magazines that they sell direct. So if you don't have a copy yet, go to companyofparrots.com. That's companyofparrots.com. And you can buy a copy from them. And as Owen says, if you're very lucky, you might get a handwritten note from him. Uh, Actually, you'll notice while you're on there, the last couple of issues are sold out. So I think that tells you all you need to know. You can't wait too long to go and buy a copy of this one. Thanks, as always, for listening. We release a new episode of this podcast every Friday afternoon. So if you want to hear more conversations with independent magazine makers, search for Stack Magazines in SoundCloud or iTunes and follow us there. I really love the way that as soon as we release an episode, we can start to see people listening straight away. So uh, sign up and we'll deliver our next episode to you on Friday afternoon next week. And of course, if you want the full independent magazine experience, go to stackmagazines.com, that's stackmagazines.com, and sign up for our subscription service. Uh, We deliver a different independent magazine every month. You never know what you're going to get next, but you know it will be a beautiful, intelligent magazine that you probably wouldn't otherwise have come across. Okay, thanks again for listening, and I hope that you will listen again next week. (laughs) 